The Wrestling Mayhem Show. Since 2006, the pioneer in pro wrestling podcasting. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Wrestling Mayhem Show, episode 847, Tuesday. We've been talking about professional lies, wrestling. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter. In the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And we got a show for you tonight. First of all, joining us from Bacon, New York. He's only Mayhem or What the Future Endeavor letter from the WWE. It is Mad Mike. Quack. Quack. What? Wait, what? Quack. 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 He is wearing a Mighty Duck Mighty Ducks jersey. I guess that's a sports puck thing, or a Disney thing, I suppose. Sorg, um, I've had three hours of sleep today, and that occurred at four in the afternoon. So I'm kind of quacking up. Oh, perfect! You're in the right vibe for this show. We also have back with us now a series regular, and I think officially a co-host at this point. Tony Kincaid back with us, the voice of Two uh, PW and RWA, and he has he has uh, survived the violence of this weekend that we'll talk about later in the show. I mean, physically, but emotionally, I don't. Well, yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> that should be that should be the the RWA call sign. Uh, uh, You'll get home, but at what price? It's, <laughs> <laughs> Will all of you survive the show? Don't know. <laughs> don't send us your therapy bills, anyways. And also with us, he is the other voice and the longest running voice of the Renegade Wrestling Alliance in its fourteen year history. And also, Mad Mike clone, Doc. God, I almost called you Doc Remedy. Fuck. Doc. <laughs> wow. What's going on? You know man? how many quack, times? Quack. Quack. <laughs> quack. Hey, look. Quack, nice jersey. Quack, quack. Nice jersey. Thank you. Doc. Thank you. Michael. Hey, Doc. Doc. Yes. 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 I, I'm, I'm so sorry. You know how many times I almost tagged Doc Remedy trying to plug for the show? <laughs> and, and by the way, for those paying attention, we are wearing different what yes we are wearing different oh you got a c on yours he's wearing conway and i'm wearing banks okay somebody out there is excited about that i don't don't know what's happening Mm -hmm. i don't know what your sports puck i am sporting this brand new after after 15 years i finally got a dean radford shirt so uh say hi what's that just go and wave i'm just telling him he is oh oh, hey bodie's here what's up bodie What's going on, Bodie? Yeah, they want to know how you're doing. What's up, Hardcore Bodie? Hey, hardcore Bodie. Yeah, he is hardcore because tonight, this morning he slipped on black ice, <gasps> fell down. As the bus is stopping for him, he nips up and gets right on the bus like a champ. Wow. wow. He's hardcore. Yeah. He's hardcore. Nice. He's hardcore. He's hardcore. You already, teach him, you. you already teach him how to bump at that age? Uh, Rev's that's that's Rev and Taylor's job. Oh, that saved you. Was, and also how to drink. That'll save you. Oh, oh, oh no, that's, that's <laughs> oh that's, boy, that's, that's not great. That's when he's twenty one. When he's twenty one, I'm just gonna hand okay. him to him. Oh, just, just, just be like, have fun. When he wakes remember, up in another state, oh. just remember, Barks has bite. You, all, you know, you know, sending sending a twenty one year old <laughs> on their birthday to the to 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 a night with the Rev and Chris Taylor 
is pretty much the equivalent of the old like smoke this entire pack of cigarettes. <laughs> yes, got a point there. I think you'll be okay there. from that. Okay, so uh, I, this is this is why I'm not a parent. So um, anyway, there's a, there is a quack chant going on in the chat. Room. There is, yeah, yeah, uh, quack, quack, quack. a quacking from Florida and uh, and California, respectively. Here, uh, that's fantastic. Thank you, Jesse and Alex, in the chat rooms. Uh, anyways, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show, and I'll pull up the doc, but that's okay. Most of it's from memory, because you can check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can email us at that email address. Good times. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. And you can also uh, message us at 412-206-WMS0. The phone lines are open. Leave a voicemail. Let us know. It's already in your phone under your ex-girlfriends uh, listening. Also, tweet us at Mayhem Ow. Show, Wrestling Mayhem Show, Facebook group, a lot of great discussion. Also, the Discord, we're also uh, conversing over there. Um, <laughs> is, to- is Kincaid triggered with the mention of Rev and Chris Taylor? <laughs> Says Tina in the chat room. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We lost you for like two months there, didn't we? Something like that? It was It was a while. I don't I don't know where I was. So, someday. I so, did you experience a ping pong show? <laughs> Not where I was. Okay. Where I was going, there was no show. Oh, just, <laughs> there's, there's no ping pong. Just the so ping- you went to talk shoe. Oh, <laughs> there's, ah, there's no jokes. Jokes for the jokes for the old hats in the room. There's there's no ping pong show. Jesus. Just a ping. Um, oh, and of course we're oh. live every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern or after the NXT overrun, the talkie talkie NXT overrun. What the hell are we doing? Um, over on the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook, the YouTube page, Twitch for the Sorgatron Media, and also on the IndieWrestling.us um, YouTube, Twitch, and on Indie Wrestling Network. If you are over there for free, don't have to be a member, but if you like to be over there, right beside all of your new RWA uprising, they just got posted today for uh, members. Um, also available on other formats. Page going up soon at indywrestling.us. Um, and of course, thank you to our Patreon supporters, patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. Patreon, you have a special message for a fabulous opportunity for Mayhem Mania coming to you this Thursday. Check your email, get your, uh, uh, I asked for something, get that in, and you're going to find out what's going to happen with that next Thursday on the very first edition of Mayhem Mania hosted by the Dutters. Um, the Dutters of Mayhem, if you will. Uh, but thank you to our current Patreon supporters, our friends at the fan of the show level, Bo Diggity! as well as Ed Burke, Team Hammerfist, and Bobby of J-Town. At the Poppy Club level, Dave, Profbot, Partner, Clipper of all things Sorg-related. He's been getting a lot of my emotions, apparently, lately. Uh, I've noticed that in the social medias. And also, uh, newest Patreon supporter, as broke late in the show last week, Rats in a trench coat, Tony Kincaid. Do I say your name or just what? rats in a ten- trench coat? You can just say my my name because the rats in a trench coat thing is an inside joke that like four people will get. But so I no, no, to no, say it. No, make him say rats in a trench coat every single time. The rat in a trench coat, Tony Kincaid. Okay. All right. Uh, that, that, that's a different kind of. I, I, a different yeah, kind I, don't know. Of I think I think we need to work on that context there. Um. <laughs> 
The official, no, leave it. Leave it yeah. ambiguous. The official, the official wrestling mayhem show rat, Tony Kincaid. Well, let's, <laughs> now we're just... Uh, now we're just... Uh, I mean... Yeah, you, you now see, we're just putting... You see why you want to be specific here. Yeah, but like, remember I'm your boss, so I will dock you for this. Okay. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. You should. You should have. You should have seen how I treated the last time I had a boss. Um. Anyways, <laughs> Chachi was never the same again. No, and no, no. When I had like a real like corporate boss, we didn't. It did not go well. Um. And it was Pizza Club level. This is why I'm into. This is why I've been independent for the last thirteen years. Um. Pizza Club level. Doc Remedy and the Riz. And thank you, Riz, also for chipping in on uh, on a uh, uh, awesome cast earlier. Um, it was great to have Riz on as well as an old, old, old friend. Not that old. Maybe there's a couple extra olds in there. Uh, Amanda from San Diego will join us on Awesome Cast this week. Uh, uh, a side note, if you're interested in croc balls, watch the end of that show. Anyways, I'm just going to leave that there. Manager level, our friends Bradley and the overly caffeinated mother of dragons, Tina Keys. You put an extra title in there once in the chat room. I'm going to leave it in the dock. I'm just saying. Um, anyways, um, now I got to Photoshop Rizzo the Rat in the Rizzo the Rat in a Mayhem Show shirt. Yes. Please I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Please let it happen. You can support the show and we can pontificate on your name as well at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. All right. Let's get into the news of the week. Of course, I think uh, um, first good news of the week. Mark Briscoe is set to wrestle on AEW television. Um, for, before before we get to that, first real good news. Yeah. Um, Jay Briscoe's daughters are seem to be doing better. Good, 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 good. Yeah, that, from from last last report I saw, they seem to be doing better. Still have a lot of injuries and a lot of recovery time, but seem to be doing better. So, um, I guess we should generally discuss because at, at the time it had just happened. I don't think we had a lot of details about what was happening with uh, Jay Briscoe. Like literally, the the accident had probably happened just a couple of hours before we even went to broadcast mm -hmm. here on the show last Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Jay Briscoe was uh, uh, involved, uh, I believe, at least his daughters were in the car. I don't think his wife was. Yes, his, his daughters were. His yes. Um, and uh, there was a, 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 um, somebody crossed over, and uh, it sounded like a head-on collision. Um, mm -hmm. uh, they were both driving Silverados, which are uh, what I recall very large trucks. Yeah. Um, so, and uh, of course, you know, Jay was not wearing a seatbelt, um, so PSA there. Um, but uh, and and uh, I think both his daughters were his, his daughters. His daughters were yes, of course. Um, and I think him and and uh, somebody involved in the other car, presumably the driver, I would say, um, uh, both passed in the accident. Yes. Um. So, um. That's that's where we're at there. And of course, we were the other person driving the other car. Um. Had apparently had issues. Um. When they crossed over. So at the time I read, there was no other information. So. Um, and I haven't, I haven't been up on those details. I've been more interested in what's going on with the, with the daughters. So, um, I think there is a GoFundMe. There's um, a GoFundMe going around. I like guys, like, uh, guys like Jericho, mm -hmm. uh, Owens, like uh, basically any big name you can think of. They've all, they've all like donated a lot to help out for medical bills and whatnot. And in addition, there's a t-shirt that AEW is running, yes. um, that mm -hmm. the proceeds go directly to that, uh, fund. So. Uh, if you want something to wear uh, on top of your donation, you can get that T-shirt. It's actually a really good-looking T-shirt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think I might be might be picking that up in a couple of days. Um, so, uh, but with that, you know, one thing that was kind of weird. You, Tina, Tina's going to post in the group for everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, 
So uh, we, you know, we, as far as AEW went, um, there, we've seen a lot of armbands throughout the week on both SmackDown and, and Dynamite and Rampage, of course. Uh, like I noticed the uh, Viking Raiders, who, who spent some time on Ring of Honor at the War Machine, um, uh, had, had them, of course. And, and obviously, they would have run into the Briscoes um, there. Um, um, the, they, did, they did tape a Ring of Honor um, um, tribute show uh, for Mark. At the Wednesday night taping in Fresno, California, um, there I know the the match listing had leaked out. Um, they, they, it sounds like they're going to be putting that on the YouTube uh, for Ring of Honor. Dude, one of the matches on there is Cesaro versus uh, Daniels, and mm-hmm. sure, sign me up for that. <laughs> yes, yeah, sounds absolutely. Like, sounds like Mayhem Mania season. Absolutely, I got, actually got to run into old friend of the show, Christopher Daniels, on Saturday night. He helped me with my cord. <laughs> <laughs> we were rerunning cord. I had That's somebody new. Awesome. I had somebody new like run the cords out, and they weren't the way that I wanted. So I was kind of rerunning them a little bit. And it's during the fan fest, and they put like some of the tables around the 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 the, the ring. And he's, oh, hey man, if you run in the silver house here, across, you know, through the ring. And I was like, oh, there's no. I'm all like, there's no weapons under there tonight. He's like, no, it looks clear. I was like, okay. Um, and I was like, I'll get it, man. I'll get it. You got to deal with the fans. I'm like, no, I'll help you out. So he like completely like reran my cord under the ring for me. Aww. I'm just like, man, thank you so much. So, Christopher Daniels, friend of the tech people. Yeah, friend of the tech people, you know. Um, but uh, no, he's, uh, he's spicy. He's cautious of wires. Absolutely. So, and, and I'm sorry there's a diversion, but like, so two new members of the production team for Psychic Media, Christopher Daniels and apparently Scotty Too Hottie, who, uh, who uh, borrowed the camera from Emily twice during during his match uh, uh, Saturday night at RWA. I watched the footage. It's fantastic. I ain't mad. Chachi's mad. I'm happy with it. But, and, my, and, and, and Missy wasn't happy with it. I'm getting messages while I'm doing the other show in South Bend. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And we'll get into that later. Anyways, back around. So they they re, they tra- did the ring. As long as he wasn't banging it, banging it, banging That's right. it. That's right. You're fine. Uh, wow! Oh wow! <laughs> oh, no, I, 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 I meant the camera. That's credit. No, that's his credit. That, I mean, that yes. song just you know haunts your dreams. I, I thought there was more to that song until I had to wait for him to do three entrances to it. What the hell is he, Lodi? Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> do you know Lodi is that entrance? Do you know Lodi is idol spelled backwards? No, oh, I actually didn't. Ever, I really never realized that. So now we need. <laughs> I actually never realized that. So now we need. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so we figured out what Sorg learned in wrestling this week. I don't. Ver- can we do? Can we do Lodi versus Justin Idol just based on that? Please. <laughs> I also just want to see Lodi versus. Please. Hey, hey, Bodie. I like that hat. Go ahead, say it. You know you want to say it. Go ahead. About this, what you want to say? Go ahead. Say the sentence. I like this hat. Yeah. All right. There you go. Uh, don't, don't corrupt the youth. I love it. I love it. Anyway, corrupt the youth. Anyways, Under, I understand understand that by when, the way, I, my I, hat is at my office. <laughs> okay. Understand <laughs> when you have Doc on the show, you're going to have eight or nine chances for Bodie to try to. No, I love it. Uh, no, oh, no, no. no I, that's I have no issue with that. I just, I, I, I don't like that. He's not. See, I'm, t- I'm torn. Like between, I gave up yet. No, it's torn between. I'm like. Do I go full heel because we're, this is kind of like a semi shoot, semi real like situation? Like, Play, and do I care? Thread in? the needle, thread the needle, thread the needle. Yeah. Mercedes is still wearing the hat here in the T- studio. So, here, we'll, we'll thread the needle by me saying, Bodhi, either grab a mic and join, or I'm not <laughs> yeah, cutting seriously. your um, pancakes. We, we should have Bodhi back at some point. <laughs> 
to make a move in Mayhem Mania. Yeah, that should happen, actually. So. Yes, that is 100% a uh, thing you yeah, should do. Yeah. We'll work on that. We'll work on it. I feel like we did that before. Actually, we? we should have Bodie and Mason on the same week in Mayhem Mania. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yes. what we, that's what we really should do. Because Mayhem Mania is for the kids. Yes, it is. Yeah, there you go. Yes, it is, until all the swearing happens. Hey, um, we had Miss Piggy and Beaker booked last year. Oh, my God. Sorg, it got weird. <laughs> it got weird. Um, and now you have Dutters involved. Um, and you don't know what the rules are in her Trapper Keeper. Anyways. Oh, then we'll wow, have Tina. Okay. Tina. We'll have Junior in for Tina. Oh, man. Sure. We should have. Yes. A- Actually, yes. We should have an all-child. We should have the Mayhem kids Mania. eat free night on uh, Mayhem Mania. Um, somebody <laughs> make a note in, over in Slack. I'll for me throw him for right in his chair what? and let him you know. know. Sorg, you know who our in-studio guest should be? Hmm. Zeke, <laughs> because he's because Zeke's like what fifteen. Zeke, Zeke will be the leader of uh of of, of the, of the, the the leader of the kids revolution. Yes, yes, he'll be the uh, he'll be the leader of the Lost Boys. <laughs> oh, oh my oh, god! Oh, there's Zeke, a fashion. That's a shirt. Least, that's a shirt. Zeke leader Mercer, Boys, Zeke, Zeke Mercer, Zeke Mercer in the Lost Boys. There you go. I'm Zeke sorry. Doesn't oh even get god. what any of those references. No, he be. does not. He doesn't get that. Could Sit be Peter down Pan. and watch Hook, motherfucker. Could be the Lost Boys. He doesn't get the show Lost. I'm pretty sure he was too <laughs> when that show happened. He doesn't know Anyways. any of that. Oh my probably. god. Anyways, I'm trying to get back to this. So apparently, Warner Discovery still had an embargo on Jay Briscoe over the tribute, um, but now they have allowed Mark to come in as a tribute to him. Uh, so so and there's that. Jay Lethal. And, and they have wrestling Jay Lethal, both longtime friends um, uh, of of uh, the Briscoes. Um, so you know, that's that's cool to see that they're doing that, and uh, and and at least doing something on the show that's that's a little more real. Um, so yes. apparently Jay was the only one embargoed. They just like from the report I'm seeing, I think it was on Wrestling Inc. They just presumed that Mark would not come without him to AEW. So and this goes, we talked about last week. I don't need to reiterate, but you know, obviously the. You know, uh, Jay's comments uh, uh, probably almost a decade ago. And of course, you know, uh, mostly uh, I literally put out a clip, I think, today on the social media from last week that talked about the vindication of Jay, Jay Briscoe. So but you listen to last week's episode uh, uh, for for that conversation. Um, so, well, well to, as an addendum to that conversation. Sure. Everything we said, uh, Podner cut. Put on social media, tagged Effie in it. Effie liked it. Yes, yes. So yeah. nothing we said was out of pocket. So anyone who wants to complain about what we said, take it up with other people. Mm-hmm. I stand by our comments a hundred percent. Now we were very exhausted and very emotionally. I can't tell you because it was also it was. fresh too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. It was, it was very fresh. Extremely at the time. fresh. Yes. So uh, Junior and Zeke are practically the same height. <laughs> so. Perfect. Bo- yep. Bodie might be taller than Zeke at this point. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. He has grown like a week. He, <laughs> he has, has grown, grown like, like a week. A foot in like a month. Oh, we definitely we definitely have to do this. Mm-hmm. Definitely. We, we need yes, to see if every... anyone else has like a child of mayhem that we can bring in. Who has a kid we can borrow? Uh... <laughs> Someone give us your kids. <laughs> All right. Uh, Podner, Podner, that, that audio is. Please, no, please no, clip. No. Who has a kid no. we can borrow? Put it <laughs> no. out there. You know the places. God, if I had kids when I was supposed to, I would have just like they would just be my genius. Repli- they Jesus, would junior taller than me. You know, you know, if I had, we kids- gotta start calling him senior. 
when if I had kids when I intend to, it would be just like you know how like 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 parents would have like a bunch of kids just to help tend the farm. It would be like that, but they all be my production assistants. <laughs> and <laughs> anyway, Sorg, Sorg, I'm pretty sure you'd be breaking several child labor laws. No, no, no. To like, be what fair, are they doing on the farm. To be fair, Bodhi's ability to tear down the ring is actually top notch. He can, yes, Bodhi yeah, can like, tear down a ring. Like Bodhi can tear a ring down better than yes. some trainees I know. And I'm absolutely. Not Anyways, okay. Um, okay. So, should I try to do Very more news? Tony, I mean, put you over. Put yeah, sure. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> All let's, right. Let's actually focus. Do, this do, show we for once in our we, do we want to talk WWE or do we want to talk friends of the show? I mean, we could do both. We can do one first and then talk about Raw Thirty. Okay. All right. So then let's do the fun one, and maybe we'll talk about Raw Thirty later. Reels TV's Joe Dombrowski. Actually, I should do this third segment. No, 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 no. Mm, no, we'll do this now. Let's make it quick. Okay. Joe Dabrowski, uh traveling with him this weekend to Warrior Wrestling, and this is where he divulged to me, hey, did you know I'm going to be on Reels TV? I'm like, so I don't need to call you Mexico's Joe Dabrowski anymore. I can call you Reels TV's Joe Dabrowski. He says, yes. I was like, do you prefer it? He's like, maybe. I was like, I don't care. Uh, anyways, um, so yeah, they announced that MLW, Major League Wrestling, is going to be on uh, uh, Reels TV. Uh, apparently... <laughs> This is one we had to have a conversation with him about. A top 30 television station in America. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Go with All that right. idea. Uh, but yeah, so they're going to be premiering, I believe, February. So they're number 30. February 7th. And, and this is where it starts affecting us. Mike, guess what time on Tuesday nights MLW with Joe Dabrowski is going to be on Reels TV. Are- are they competing with us, Sorg? Yes! Court What's Bauer, oh, no. I'm looking at you! And and I saw I saw a match that they have booked. I don't know if it's for their TV show. Sorg, they have Delirious vs. Kitty Cat Man. Lindsay Dorado, for those that don't, that don't know the lore. Um, no, no, no. He's Kitty Cat Man. He is forever Kitty Cat Man. He's forever Kitty Cat Man. I think I filmed... You know, I think I filmed Kitty Cat Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you probably have. At this point... I remember you mentioning it once. And I was like, oh, you saw Kitty Cat Man. Yes. So I have an exercise. I think Jesse, I think Jesse in the chat room knows Kitty Cat Man. Oh, does he? Like, knows him? <laughs> Pretty sure. Because Lindsay was, uh, was a Florida guy. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That absolutely makes sense. I get so sad when I see a Lucha Bros without their mask after the show. <laughs> like, I'm just like, that guy looks familiar. And I realize, like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, it's oh. Bruce Wayne. Oh, Damn it. yeah, I saw the always Bruce Bruce Wayne, Wayne, and I'm just like, oh, oh. I, I'm still, you know, there's certain things where I just like, no, let me, no, 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 I don't want to know. I don't want to know what Pentagon looks like. No, 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 no. It's not the I way mean, I saw this weekend. Okay, that's a, we've seen what Pentagon looks like. He well, said that mask. He's had his, yeah, he's had his mask. He said that mask ripped, 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 yeah, ripped yeah. open enough times. For, we know former, motherfucker former like. internet champion Kitty Cat Man. This is Jesse. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, uh, can we, we have be... Kitty Cat Man versus Ziggy Heim? We have a mayhem. Uh, we should have a mayhem champion. That's the, the, the sorry. The, anyways, oh boy, so no, I have that, oh, that's opening up to a lot. Hold that story. thought. Hold that thought. That that might be for something for another project. Um. Anyways, where am I at? Uh. I I put this post in MLW, here, and I would like. Uh, I I don't want to get too deep into it. 
Um, but remember Destination America when we're, you know, that was the last time that yeah, I recall. That's, that's where I first heard of Shit's Creek. Yeah, Impact Wrestling went there and we're like, what the hell is Destination America? We found out about all, all these barbecue shows and Amish ghost stories. So I figured it would be fun um, if uh, my question for the Mayhemers out there is go look on reels.com. I think it's just slash shows. Um, because I know Joe looked at it and then he looked at, then he looked at the shows and he was like, oh good, this is a channel I'm going to like because this is the kind of shit he watches. Okay. All so, right. I have it up. So, so yeah. So what, what, what kind up. of shows would you like Joe Dombrowski to be a guest on? Oh boy. Um, they, um, I mean, they have original cops on patrol live, something called jail, uh, geez, what else did he huh? keep telling me about? Uh, breaking the band, uh, collision course, wow, cops reloaded. I want to see Joe Dombrowski on Mariah Carey the Divas the Dream. Okay, I, I think I, I think that's a good one. I think that's a good one. That's what I want. To How see about him. I lived with a killer? Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, that yeah, that, that, that makes, some, that some makes guys. me worried because you've been in a car with him. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. A couple times lately. Um, uh, I also want to see Joe Dombrowski on the story of soaps. I think I want to see him on Steven Seagal, Lawman. I mean, sure. There's a lot of hey, Rob Van Dam, Headstrong. There you go. There you go. Jeez. Um. So let us know. <laughs> oh no, you know what show I don't want to see Joe Dombrowski on? Mm. Murder made me famous. Mm. Don't want to see him on that. No, 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 no. <laughs> But its spinoff, Scandal, made me famous. Might actually like be interesting. <laughs> that okay? That's fair. That's fair. Patrick Swayze, Ghosts and Demons. This <laughs> <laughs> is the whole episode. They got where, some wild. Or someone feels a presence while doing pottery. George Michael's Lonely Life. What the hell? The that's Lost the Unabomber tapes. They, they have a China. <laughs> wrestling... Oh, you know, you know what? I all right. This this is real. I want to see Joe Dombrowski because he's always selling wrestling memorabilia on his Twitter. I want to see him go on Beverly Hills Pawn. There you go. There you go. I there learned, we go. You know what I learned? I learned I learned a couple of things about Joe and actually helped Joe learn about himself. Uh, one one he told me he's like he's like he's no stranger to Reels TV almost because he actually contributed some footage in his library to um, to a show that ended up on Reels TV. I think it's one of these documentaries, because there's a couple of rock wrestling documentaries. So I'm about China, and, but I don't think that's the one that he contributed to. Um, also, did you know Joe Dombrowski has an IMDb page? I was unaware of this. He didn't. He didn't. All oh, that's wow. on there is, um, I think, 1PW, which shows that he did back in the aughts in England. And uh, uh, Camp Leapfrog from IWTV a couple years ago. And uh, one video game where he plays the voice of an Undertaker on the, on the video game is listed. That he forgot he did. Does he say rest wow. in peace? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't get that far. I want to try to track it in this game. Anyways, so that was it was it was a very educational road trip this past weekend. Uh, but anyways, um, so and and look 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 uh, keep a lookout. Uh, we are actually in the plans to have a, a special edition of Mayhem show here in a couple weeks. 
Uh, we may have to take a week hiatus due to some scheduling conflicts. Um, but uh, we're uh, looking to record something this week that you, I think everybody will be happy with. Anyways, um, from that, let me check my time here. Hey, it's time to give a shout out. Check out IndieWrestling.us. The RWA's Uprising just went up on the network, on the YouTube. And if you uh, have us uh, liked over on the Vimeo page, uh, it's on there as well on VOD and uh, digital download. And, of course, uh, the DVDs will be up here very shortly on TheWrestling.us for order. Uh, it was a wild show. Uh, it is the 14th anniversary. You never know who's going to show up. We're going to talk about that here in a moment. But, of course, a lot of stuff going on, including uh, this week's 2PW uh, WW3 is going to be streaming live on the network for members. Uh, so sign up for that. Hit, hit the seven-day free trial. And uh, it's going to be one of the first events that we're going to stream live on the uh, on the network. We're streaming this right now. Of course, we've been streaming Top Rope Tabletop. The first, okay, let me roll that back. First show with the wrestling ring that we're going to stream on the network. Um, this is going to be kind of a first test for us uh, to make sure everything could go smoothly with that. Uh, but jump in there with the members. And, you know, and if it doesn't, hey, it's going to be up there in about a day or two anyways. Uh, so you'll be getting it over there at the network. Uh, so go check that out. IndoWrestling.network. Sign up. Seven-day free trial. Also, um, since he just made a, uh, a return this week, uh, we re re we're reposting uh, for free over on the network the Heaven and Hell, the Chris Taylor and the Reveron Hunt story. Uh, so go check out the first episode of that as well. Um, so it's a great series that we did with the two of those guys over COVID um, with everything. So um, anyways, uh, and amongst that, two guys who also survived the RWA uprising this past weekend, Doc Dockerty and Tony Kincaid with us here today. Um, so 14 years, holy crap. And Doc, you've seen the most of it. Yes, yes, I have. Uh, 14 years of RWA. It's 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 been insane. And plus, just the evolution of what you've seen when a, a company first starts to where it is now. Um, like I said, it's just it's unbelievable. The changes and the actual... Uh, just the talent that we're getting now in RWA, it's it's it. What can I say, man? Fourteen years, you know, hell, and we're still going. Who can say that they've done fourteen years? And yes, they've done a couple other shows uh, outside. I, I I recently dusted off the original Salute the Troops that they did at Cal U uh, and put it on YouTube oh, in the boy. last week. Uh, <laughs> whether whether oh, yeah, that's that good show. or whether it's good or not, I don't. Just uh, it was a show. Um, Doc, I have notes on your commentary, by the way. From Salute the Troops? Okay, what's yeah. up? From like 2014? Get yeah, get better. Get oh better. my god. <laughs> you were so bad. Oh, oh. Was it that was it bad? It wasn't good. Oh no. Thanks, kiddo. Appreciate that. Um I just uh like yeah, oh yeah, believe it or not, the first uh, salute the troops. Funny story about that. So uh Bodie is not even a year yet, and we bring him. It was his first ever show, right? So, and it was Cal U. It meant something to me because, I mean, my, my alma mater, I'm able to commentate. You know, it was just good times. Bodie decides to uh, pull a number two, big swerve right backstage, right? So I have to go find a open locker room. I'm not going to change him in front of the boys. So myself and my wife sneak into this locker room. There's nobody there. We're changing him, and Bodie looks up, and in horror, he starts to cry. And then we hear this sentence. Hey, there's a baby in here. What up with that? 
and I look, and there's the <laughs> hurricane and Sanjay Dutt watching me change my child. My child starts to cry. And Sanjay's like, it's okay, man. We this, this is where they sent us. And I was like, I swear to God, I'll be out of here, and I'll throw this diaper at, in Ryan Mitchell's bag. So at that point, at that point, like I just thought it was hilarious that like you know the first like two wrestlers of all the wrestlers in the world, the Hurricane and Sanjay Dutt, seeing me like you know wiping ass <laughs> in their locker room. I'm like, this is awkward as hell. And then I actually got to bring him out. They actually gave us the entrances for the troops. When I come out with the baby, this guy screams, "Drop the baby!" Oh no! And at that point, he didn't understand that my wife was standing right beside him. Do you want to talk about someone being shut up very quickly? Yes. Do not mess with Catherine Doherty. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. Or her mm-hmm. child. But yeah, I digress. Sorry. But, I still, um, yeah, I, salute the troops. It was big. It was it was a good show though. I, I still, thought Chris Taylor was dead. But, I still you know. feel I still feel bad because I I think I I think that was one of the rare moments where I was very mean to your wife that won one of those shows. <laughs> mean to my wife? Yeah, I think it was your wife. I was I don't know. Somebody was in the area that I needed to sit up for, and I wasn't happy about it, and I was having a bad day. So wasn't my wife? It wasn't your my wife? wife? You probably... me, my wife with a mother FG. Oh, okay. Down. No, no, she. No, oh, so that's good. good. I thought it was one of yours. All right, then might as well rest of us. Whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah. but uh. Uh, the, the, yeah, though, um, no, yeah, those were always some interesting shows, and I can't believe we mm-hmm. did two in one year down there at Cal U. Yes, we did. That was yeah, wild. we did. Anyways, um, so you've been there for a while. Uh, uh, uh wh- <laughs> I mean, this this is a group where you said there had to been like over three hundred people there, and and I don't know if you could fit much more in that gymnasium at this point. Uh, I, I say all the footage is on YouTube of like most of most of those like first ten years are probably up there right now, and you can watch the you can watch you can watch the gym age, for one thing, um and uh, and and the crowd and you can see who was there ten years ago because there there have been there people then there for 10, 14 years for sure, um I think I joked last year that like like somebody random like Scott Sarin when I was looking at these old footage like popped back up somebody's gonna yes. remember them right. Um, so like that's, that's really, really incredible. Uh, and, and, and this, I, I don't know, this, this was an interesting collection of, there was a lot of new faces at this one. Like this seemed like the, this seemed like the, the, um, the anniversary that more looked forward than back. If that makes yes. sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very much so. Very much so. When it comes to RWA, yeah, we're always looking forward. We're never looking back. So, um, being being stated that i will say that um it was really cool there was a, there were some actually familiar faces from when rwa started some fans actually came back for this show just wow. to you know experience the anniversary show yeah it was pretty cool that's awesome um and i know there's no award ceremony this year what's going on with that it's it, it's it's next month they have to do a recount of some voting uh, a you recount know, you know, yeah, there's some people just that are just very upset that they lost for once. Uh, oh, oh, oh! I'm not gonna get. Oh, I'm not gonna get into oh, it. I'm not gonna get into wait, it. Yet. Oh, I, people oh. upset they lose an election. That doesn't happen in this country. Yeah, never, never, never. I mean, you, you. I mean, Doc, you've been up for non wrestling personality. Yeah, I'm the Susan Lucci of RWA. With everybody knows that you never win, but we're not. You've been no, here this no, whole time. I, I, I've just got good supportive friends that get yelled at too. You, so we're just gonna you, go ahead and keep it. Keep it uh, ourselves. I, mean, I just want to say, Doc Remedy has probably been at RWA more than Doctor Feelbad. 
Uh, he's his, Doc Remedy. And, 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 Doc and Remedy. Michael Doc Doherty's been Fuck there me. much longer, too. Doc Doherty. <laughs> what the hell? You I have too doc. many docs. Too many docs. Yeah, doc's been there doc. forever. Sorry, sorry. Just, just write which doc you're talking to on the doc. Doc Gallows has been a staple of RWA. <laughs> no, 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 no. Doc almost was on the show. Doc Gallows was almost Doc on the Hendricks. No, nah, all right, I'm done. Doc, uh, Doc Hendricks well. has been a staple of RWA since he threw the no-no on LSD. Oh, oh. I'm going to drink some more coffee over here. All right. Yeah, what's in that coffee? Um, but uh, It's a little bit no, of Scientology. And I joke around about that. Um, like I said, those awards are pretty cool because it actually shows it, it's not even about the non-personality award. It's about like the boys. It's mm-hmm. about the guys out there, the guys and gals, excuse me, that bust their ass and work hard to put a show on for other people. And what I love about it is the fact that they get appreciated. Yeah, you know, I mean, oh, wait, it's an award. Some people are going to be like, yay. Some people are going to be like, so the fuck what? But the simple fact is that you know the the fans get to show their appreciation you know via paper via internet, and they get the like you know, some of these guys really I mean they drive miles and miles away to compete in West Newton and it's just states good away. to have them states the away yeah, states away yeah states away I mean just people Tennessee Kentucky Ohio uh, California we miss you Great Akuma but like I said. Oh man, there's been yeah. You, uh, I was name? just wondering about him. I was looking at some old posters lying around. I'm like, what happened to Akuma? But uh, Akuma, Akuma, just I don't know. You, you know, it, it. You know, when it comes to like you know being a father and that, he actually chose that. And, you know, I have nothing for but respect for him. For, I mean, for, for Ken, I'll say his name. And, uh, you know, he did a lot for his daughter and he needed to, you know, just take some time away from wrestling. I hope I see him back someday. I think he wrestled has, and he did wrestle as Ken, uh, uh, once or twice too, I believe. Yes, he did. Uh, yeah, it was a great, that was a great gimmick and a half. Uh, Tony was actually involved in that. We had, we had a great time with that. And Akuma actually, he's, he's been definitely a part of our RWA history. Me and Tony King. We won't get too far into Akuma, but let's just say, you know. I just Akuma's, remember helped us more than hurt us. I just remember one of the one of the times Marshall made the police show up, and that they happened to be walking in when he had his hair getting Akuma's having his hair getting chopped off by a samurai sword or something in the middle of the ring. I'm just like, wow, yeah. this is I'm sure this is the weirdest night for this guy's life. Um, yeah. Anyways, the, the, the cops, man, they knew like they got called once because uh, one of the houses that are on the adjoining street. Of uh, the gymnasium, someone called, got butt hurt because there was a car there, of course. And uh, then, of course, the ins- the uh, infamous Marshall Gambino. I mean, the 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 episode before, the event before, uh, there was a there was a big toss between Marshall and this fan. This fan spit in Marshall's face, and the way the crowd went. They took Marshall. There's this big wave. Our RWA entrance almost got like completely collapsed and crushed. Poor Tawny's back there trying to keep it up. It was insane. And then I left. I went to L.A. to go visit a good friend of mine, um, Jason, from that wrestling podcast. Check him out. Uh, so I'm there, and I think Tony – yeah, I called Tony. I said, how to go? Oh, uh, the cops got called. I said, oh. 
I think it was Tony. There was Alex. Yeah, it, was it, was, it was church. It was church. I, I, pardon me. Pardon me. So, so the funny thing you is, you weren't there yet. Yeah, you weren't there this yet. This was the show yeah. that I was supposed to come down and make my introductions, and I had the last minute thing, and oh. so Church had the solo it, and you texted me the day after, like, "Hey, how'd the show go?" You know, I, I asked how, how'd the show go, and he goes, "Well, it was a good thing you missed because there was a uh, massive." fight <laughs> and you know so and then i showed up the next month i think i mean it's better yeah. than than we had a ring announcer that will not name on the show that was there and uh and it happened to be his first time there and then there was a riot and then he said he will not come back <laughs> so you know it, it it you know it's not for everybody it's not for everybody um, but no, fantastic show. Uh, uh, Wheels is in the chat room. Our belt aficionado, Wheels, uh, is reminding me they did debut new championship belts for the No they, Limits and the he- uh, Heavyweight Championship. And the tag, the, the tag titles should are also being updated. Um, they were supposed to be defended. Um, Arthur MacArthur and uh, Chuck Stone just didn't show. So I have a call with them in, a, in like a day or so. Uh, to try to figure out what happened there, mm-hmm. um, which you'll be able to check out on the RWA Facebook page if they actually pick up. But we'll see. You're doing a yeah, bit of do- that now. I know you notice you're doing um, you're doing some some interview um, interviews for RWA and 2PW now, Tony. Yeah. Um, so the idea I had um, this was actually a collaborative effort. Um, we were trying to figure out how to, you know, Doc is the moral compass of all our companies he's the one that's like morally uh sound and but like neutral in a in a conscious sense well how do we get that like devil on your shoulder thing and get and get the darker elements of pro wrestling talked about within the show i'm using a lot of co-words here like i'm pen and teller it's two pen and teller references in two weeks by the way mm-hmm. um so that's why we invite you back right <laughs> So um, the idea was uh, during uh, J Rock's uh, feud with the Rev, and I have to call J Rock too. Uh, that's terrifying. Um, J Rock was book like two hours for that. Book two hours. Let for me. That. I'm going to no sell that comment. Uh, he said, wow. "Get me. You know, I I want to tell why this happened the way it did." And we had this long interview, about ten minutes long. It was actually like thirty minutes long. And we talked about where everything came from. And then as I'm like going through the footage and all that stuff, I'm like, I remember that event. So I went to IndieWrestling.us. I pulled the footage. Mm-hmm. I clipped it into the video so the the fans could see. And I created this like small I, – I, I don't even know if it's an – it's like hybrid interview and like a retrospective type deal. Uh, the latest one I did was with uh, the two PW tag champs that went up yesterday. Uh, Swole Patrol, mm-hmm. uh, BJ Hills, and uh, Thick Vic Braun talked about the open challenge that they're issuing Friday at uh, WW3. And, uh, you know, we I just interspliced them coming back and talking about what, what you know, their their future is and, and what they want out of this. Intersplicing it, it sort of gives fans who might have missed the show or want a little more in depth uh, a chance to talk about, you know, a chance to listen to the wrestlers, and also lets me, you know, work on my editing skills. 
which, you know, I, it's always good to keep those fresh. No, I mean, the interview segments that he does are phenomenal. I mean, I've got to watch him. I'm, a, I'm actually a huge fan of him. He is actually, you know, going to a level that we not, we're not really seen before when it comes to in pro wrestling interviewing. I mean, I think I really love the fact that the way he edits it with his face, their faces, it kind of brings back the old, if you guys remember, uh, Raw when they do one guy via satellite in Stanford, another one and wherever they might be, like in Miami. I really loved how they uh, how he projects that and how he and what he means by devil on his shoulder is just the simple fact that you know he presses the questions that they would tell me shut the fuck up. You know he's telling he gets the questions out of him because you know he's Tony Kincaid. Heels love him. What can we say? No, it's bringing another level to everything for sure. Um, and and of course, uh, speaking of this Friday is like like we mentioned in the uh, in the in the, in the commercial before, uh, it is Prospect Pro Wrestling's uh, WW3 Walter Wright Memorial Three or Walter Wright the Third Memorial. And uh, last year, it, it saw the emergence of the Anarchy Championship. Uh, this year, it is a little bit different. Uh, um, uh, Doc, can you tell me a little bit more about what 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 we're doing special for this this uh, this year, I know we talked about it with uh, uh, Phil Archer a couple weeks ago. There are numerous uh, four-way matches, and it's basically a tournament. The winner of this tournament will get to uh, choose a title title match whenever he wants. So we got a bunch of uh, fatal four-ways lined up for the people, and I mean, they are going to be completely balls to the wall mayhem, just like Wally Wright loves in a wrestling match. Um, you know, basically. This is the second tribute show we've got to do for this man. This man, if you know, he he's put a lot of contribution not only just to two PW but to professional wrestling as a whole. So it's really good in his honor to keep that mayhem alive because that's the kind of stuff he loves. So I mean, I'm honored to be a part of this one. I know Tony's more than held the honored. And I mean, some of these matches. I mean, if you look right now, uh, we have Stevie LaBelle taking on Philip Archer, and you know, there's some of these guys do not like each other. Good night. Do not like each other in these event, these events. It is going to be just chaos. I cannot wait to see. And I am honestly looking forward to seeing who is going to answer Swole Patrol's uh, challenge. Because one thing about Swole Patrol, in 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 the time, I mean, not they don't like me. I get that, but I will say this: they are some of the most dangerous men in the square circle. They prove that. You know, the Brotherhood going in. For a title defense against these guys, and it kind of reminded me of one of the old Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, it was when the Pittsburgh Penguins were very young, you know, up and coming, trying to you know rebuild Sydney, all that. And they went against Ottawa Senators, and the Ottawa Senators smacked them in the mouth. I don't know if anybody remembers that series or not. Um, and they pretty basically swept the Penguins and threw them right out of the playoffs. Everybody was boohoo, and I, I get it, it's Pittsburgh. But I will say it was kind of like watching that. Like Swole Patrol went in there, cool, calm, collected, and defeated the Brotherhood, you know, one, two, three for those coveted two PW tag team titles. And um, yeah, the whole route that the whole place was just quiet. So I'm really excited to see what Swole Patrol is able to do and what team is going to muster enough challenge. I mean, we might even see the Brotherhood again. You know, they want their rematch. Who knows? But who knows who's going to show up? That's the crazy thing about uh, Worthington, Pennsylvania. You never know who's going to show up. 
and especially these days, it feels like especially tag team divisions. Um, there's been surprises in tag teams across the board, and in, in about every promotion I've been I've been keeping an eye on in the in the greater area. Uh, so like like you you put a big question mark on that. That's that's gonna that could get intriguing. Yeah, Tony, you have any thoughts on? I was gonna. Well, yeah, no, I think I think um, a couple things concerning tag wrestling. I think I think we finally started to come around in this area to realizing that we were sort of all brainwashed for a few years to think that tag team wrestling wasn't important or a um, part of our art form that um, was supposed to be appreciated. You know, the the ebbs and flows of of what we watch for pro wrestling is dictated by uh, television. Uh, it's just that's just how it is, and it's fine. And you know, WWE had this moment where they were really into the tag team scene, specifically during the SmackDown Six. They had this huge where they had tag team matches all the time, and then they went away. And when they went away, the people forgot how important tag team wrestling is as a development tool. And, you know, some of the greatest legends in Pittsburgh wrestling have tag team gold under their belt, multiple levels. I mean, take out the Gambinos who, you know, Marshall runs 2PW. He's a multi-time tag team champion across multiple companies. Uh, Number one contender over at RWA right now with uh, Mickey Gambino as the Gambinos. Um, Forget those. Super hentai and HL Supreme. And Dennis Gregory, yeah, I did it once, uh-huh, finally. Uh-huh. Um, Dennis Gregory is the Sons of Liberty. Multi-tag teams. Uh, uh, Jason Gorey uh, held belts with both uh, the now Walking Wild at WWE, and I feel like he might have had a belt with Facade. I know he competed heavily. And uh, a couple other him. people, too, but Gorey's mm-hmm. a multi-time uh, tag champ. Um, this is where, you know, Justin Idol has held multiple tag ch- championships. With mm-hmm. Gorey. With Gory, with Gory, with, uh, with Gory, with uh, oh God, Eric X, Eric X, to see the bisexual build, bulldozer. Excuse me. Yes. Um. So you know these are how you learn how to wrestle a match in those chaos because you know that's that timing is important and I think I also like with tag team matches made my bones. Uh, calling tag matches. I think that's where the first time I got comfortable, you know, really was calling those tag matches because while Doc's trying to to keep up with the the match itself, I'm I'm talking about the structure behind the tag match and the corner control and how important that is and how important it is to use your five seconds between tags effectively. And, you know, and I always talk about it on commentary, the death corner, where you keep them in your corner, control them. Beat them up, quick tags, quick tags, quick tags, and that's how you control and win a match. So, I sort of accidentally became really good at calling tag matches because this area is so seeped in it. And you know, that's how I got to call runway. That's how I got to call money shot. That's how I got to call um, the Gambinos. That's how I got to call you know. Gorian Idol, you know, and now, you know, Sons of Liberty and Brotherhood. And there's a dozen others, you know, STDs, friends of the show. So that's how we go about this. All those tag teams, I might add, could possibly pick up the open challenge. Heck, Doc, you want to see if the open challenge is still available? You want to challenge Soul Patrol? 
You can go in first. Hell no. All right. It's bad enough I had to carry their bags. No. Yeah. Done. No, we're done. Not happening. I mean, I was going I was going to let you start the match and then I'd fill in at the end. You know what? I think we're good right where we're at. Behind the table calling the action. Good for indie wrestling for indie wrestling.us. There you go. There you go. You guys All can right. check it out. This Friday night, 8 p.m. bell time. We'll be live in person and online. You guys can check it out. So and Maybe if you're sitting at home and you're in the Pittsburgh area, you can go uh, hit your Grubhub, hit your slice on Broadway.com and check out our friends and get a meal to sit back and watch the show. New York City style, yins are made, slice on Broadway, Beachview, Carnegie, East End, North Hills, and the Southside Works location brand new. Let's go check it out. Uh, our good friends supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Thank you so much to our friends at Slice on Broadway right up the street on Broadway, just like Sogertron Media on Broadway. We are all neighbors. Well, they're about a mile away, but still, they're they're just there. Just just train right away. It's fine. Thank you so much to them for supporting the show. We'll be back in a few minutes. If you're with us on the the live video, we got a little special uh, something for you. What did I put? A little clip from Preston Everance versus Jamie Jameson from Two PW last or two months ago, actually. Um, how'd that get in there? And uh, a, a few more tidbits in there, and a little refreshers in there to uh, uh, get you ready for Mayhem Mania next week. Speaking of which, I think Mad Mike has something special for that. And um, and uh, and and yeah, we'll we'll be right back after this. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. We are back wrestling mayhem show <laughs> telling stories off air. Uh, Doc Dockerty with us, as well as Tony Kincaid. Uh-huh. That is, that's what my name is. The voices of Prospect Pro Wrestling Jeez. and Renegade Wrestling Alliance. Wow, right? get me excited to hear that I, voice. I hit a wall. I need caffeine oh, or to get a bed. All right, oh. we'll try to make this quick then. Uh, and of course, Mad Mike's here too. Yeah, hey. yeah, I'm here, Sorg. Hey, hey uh, Sorg, there's a there's a show this weekend, and there was a there was a celebration last night. Uh, oh, oh, Raw Thirty. Yes, there was Raw Thirty last night. Highest viewers. Thirty years of way too old men pointing at their dicks. Yes, I mean there was a oh, celebration wow. of old men t- pointing at their dicks last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was uh, before Ric Flair came out. But it was still the <laughs> most viewed. Wow, and there was still the most viewed uh, WWE Raw since February of 2020. Yep. So give it. But I wonder how many people actually wanted to see the cage match and were disappointed. I think a few were. Um, I'm, I'm put me in that list as one person yes. who wanted to see yeah. that. Now, match. now retrospect, like retrospectively, we can we can harp on that. But generally, and I saw the same like tweets all over the place. I can't remember the last time you know this was a nostalgia factory for sure, right? Um, unless unless you like women's wrestlers, unless you're Zeke, not not, not a lot of nostalgia um, there. Yes, uh, yes. In retrospect, I love, but in I love line, this, I love that segment two has become. Mike and Tony bitch about the lack of women's wrestling on TV. Is or that, segment three, rather. Is that, yeah, it's three. This is three. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, it, it's... Uh, but because we played in the main event of the show. Watching the show, 
I was one of the most fun I've had watching Raw for a while. And I'm watching it live, and I haven't been watching it live. I also had to get up well, early for any anytime but... Raw, anytime the first hour of Raw goes commercial free, mm-hmm. they're cooking. Oh yeah, oh, they're absolutely. cooking. Like it, it, it always it always cooks. It always feels uh, frenetic. Like it, it, there's just so much activity to it because they're not taking breaks. Right. And it's not right. even like it's Wait, not even they, like one did of they those... do that last night. They sure did. I didn't even notice. Exactly. I didn't that's, even notice. That's how you know they're cooking. Oh like, my gosh! The okay. first thirty minutes, like I mean, Hulk Hogan came out and his mic didn't work, which was 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 really a blessing for all. Karmic. Four, 14 out of ten on the show just because he had the mic issues. Yes, like, absolutely. Yes. I, and somewhere I thought I looked up to the sky. I looked towards uh, <laughs> the the east where I knew England was, and I said, Matthew. Have at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like the, the bloodline segment. Oh my god! Can we, <laughs> can we do it? Can we do a deep dive? I know this. These segments take an hour and a half when Mike and I are cooking, but uh, <laughs> just just to to talk about the storytelling that they're doing right now in the bloodline is is master class absolute master class we all know that it's going a direction but to take that segment to set it up the way it did and it's not the things that were said although paul Heyman is goaded at how to be that smarmy person paul Heyman is the only person over 50 i will permit being on wrestling every week yes i agree everyone else can go away the the exhibits were done in this cheesy like law and order way, but it wasn't cheesy. It worked somehow. And then the you know having I think, I think the first way it worked is because the first clip they showed was one that we saw, but not the full detail of it. Yeah, because the it, full detail of it was Sammy retreating in the background after like Drew mm-hmm. McIntyre attacked you. So, and that's something that we didn't really see as it was happening. Yes, but was definitely there. The, like, the, the, this shot was was uh, mentioned a lot on Twitter. I know, and the framing of this shot of Sami Zayn, of what he had, it, what, I missed it. He backed the the chair up when they sat yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also notice that Roman and Solo and the Usos are on different sides of the table. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not presenting a united front. That's Mm-mm. the thing. Mm-mm. Like, and and Heyman is literally in the middle. of Mm-hmm. And Heyman and the way Heyman bent the the exhibits. So there were four exhibits, bending them. You know, the the not wanting to hit. You know, uh, Kevin with a chair or him not being there to protect uh, Roman from a star because he was told to get the car. Like they're being bent these specific ways. And as this is, Sammy's slinking back, slinking back. And my favorite shot of the thing is 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 Solo. He tells Solo to get him the Samoan Spike, which is still revered in pro wrestling. It is one of those moves that's just revered, set up. And if you take the still, Sammy doesn't flinch. He's like, I'm I'm going to get shot. I'm about to be executed. That's fine. And Jay, Jay, goddamn, makes the save. By the way, not, not only is it perfect because of the Jay and Sammy who was the first person that challenged the tribal chief? Jay. Jay Uso. There are so like, many levels. There's levels on levels here. 
we're we're, we're working with multiple levels. There's uh, levels. Like, like I'll say this: if if I turned on a random USO match from mid 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 2010s, you could not pay me without commentary to, to for me to tell you accurately which one is Jimmy USO and which one is Jay USO. Now, because of the the time off that Jimmy had and Jay got to stand out on his own, they are entirely different personalities, both in ring and on mic. And you can like hairstyles be damned. You can tell who they are individually in the ring because they just act differently. Like Jay is a bit more, bit more aggressive, a bit more paranoid, a bit more like frenzied, and Jimmy is very laid back in all their promos and like always has a smile on face during the match and everything like that. Like you can tell who the individual Usos are. And that's something that I don't think was an intended consequence of this tribal chief storyline, but man, is it help? It's helped so much. And just the usage, like when Sammy, Sammy defending himself and looking at, at Paul and saying like, that this hurts. This hurts me. This hurts me. I Pierre Rosenberg uh, on cheap heat. Uh, I, I can't say it because my Yiddish is crap, but he's li- like Paul has literally been calling him the Yiddish for Samuel. Yeah, um, uh, uh, Shmoli. Yeah, Shmoli. It's it's that's Yiddish for Sammy. <laughs> like the details. I did not this, know that's what that was. That's amazing. Yeah, Pierre Rosenberg and uh, Dipperstein. Uh, mentioned it on the podcast today while I was I was listening because I had to drive to him from Pittsburgh today but um I was like the details there's so many details here and there it feels like creative just said okay like, this is honestly, where we need, this is where we need you to get get there everything I, else I feel do like, your thing I feel like if Paul Heyman was in charge of creative we'd be getting multiple things like this going every I just have a funny feeling about that. I feel I feel Paul has a real heavy hand in what's going on with this whole storyline. Oh, just everybody. There's some geniuses yeah. involved. You do, you know everybody's got input on this thing. And they're working and together. I love it's, that, it's beautiful. I love that Owens didn't show up at the trial. Me too. I thought like, that was a big that was a big deal because it subconsciously tells everyone Kevin's done with Sammy. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. not gonna save Sammy here. Like, and, like Owens didn't even care. He just wanted to attack the Miz on Raw and just get out his, like, his promo. That's all he wanted to do on Raw. He was, he was there, too, and he could have done anything to help Sammy. He didn't. And then Sammy helps the Usos retain the title, and, and Roman says, he passed today. That's not enough. Mm-hmm. You can see the cracks developing we're now leading into wrestlemania with a full-fledged invested storyline that can go multiple directions oh and that's God, exciting so many. so many with different ways so like and god i'm telling you guys elimination chamber i'm probably gonna cry it's possible that's in, that's in sammy's hometown it's it is in montreal gonna, it's not gonna end well holy shit it is in montreal it is not going to end well for sammy if you work it, then great. This is where you got to do it, right here. This is this is definitely the plant where you kick him out, beat him up, or wouldn't it be great to maybe do the total opposite? Oh, you're gonna screw me. Why don't I screw you and have Sammy screw over the bloodline some way? No, I don't think so. I, think, 
I, I, th- you don't I think, think that'd be a good ship, idea. I think, I think that ship has sailed at this point. All right. So uh, unless point, unless he does it where he takes the Usos with him, but then, I think he. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, but but then that that makes it all sorts of weird. So let me ask you this: Do you think it happens? Uh, do you think uh, the foundation finally cracks that elimination chamber, or at Royal Rumble, do you see him maybe eliminating an Uso or eliminating Solo even from the Royal Rumble, which causes that downward spiral to even go further? I I can I can see something. Like that. I ah oh man, it's it's gonna be really like. And here's the thing: I wonder. I wonder if Solo is even going to be at the Rumble. I wonder if Kevin Owens takes out Solo on SmackDown. I would like to see that happen because then Roman has no choice in but to rely on Sammy. Yeah, he has to rely on Sammy, which can cause, like I said, just more cracks. Well, we'll see. We'll see where it goes here. Uh, Real quick, let's do picks at least for the Rumble. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, like I said, and this is for me, I'm disqualifying the idea that I would be surprised that, that anybody but Cody would win. Okay. All right. So any, so, so secondary pick from Cody. Yeah. So the, the not obvious pick that you would have win the Royal Rumble at this point. Seth Rollins. Seth is a good pick. Seth Rollins, because I, I think there's a world in which. Uh, Roman has to defend that elimination chamber, and maybe Cody can win it there. And it's because of Sammy mm-hmm. that Roman loses. And then you get Cody versus Rollins at WrestleMania for the belt. Dominic. Dominic. I th- I think Rhea Ripley is going to win the women's one. Yes. So, yeah, yes. I'd say so. Yes. Either either her or Alexa. I think, or probably the two that I would probably put in. Well, there. Alexa's in the title match, so yeah, theoretically, I, it, theoretically it, she's not in the Rumble. Yeah, until they put them in the Rumble. That's the problem with the Rumble, is they never specify these lines. I was in Pittsburgh when mm-hmm. Ray Mysterio <laughs> was 30. Like, <laughs> they didn't tell us Sorry, Ray. Sorry, Ray. Love you, but at that moment, you were persona non grata. Like, <laughs> at that moment, you, you were dead. not Daniel Bryan. <laughs> At that moment, Dom- Pittsburgh was dominant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Angry. So throw Cody out the window because he's the heavy betting favorite. Um, an argument could be made for Sammy, which would be very interesting angle. Um, Seth is a great call. I'm going to put my finger kind of and say that the, it might be. Um, <sighs> if the Rock's there, he's winning. If not, Sammy. Hmm. Outside if, of Cody, if if I had a, if I had a dark horse, dark horse pick, I say Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hmm. That, that's a that's a dark horse. That would be an awesome dark horse. So, <laughs> um, if you want, I my pick, I'm gonna pick a very unpopular opinion here, Edge. Okay. Just for the fact that why not? You know, I mean, all that he's gone through. You know, wife getting kicked in, or wife getting hit with the concerto, just to build back, and then boom, see if he can get another pop like he did when he made his comeback. I think it'd be kind of awesome to see, to see it happen if it was a secondary. I I, I could see uh, when the, it comes to dark horse. Yeah. Dark horse. I'm going with a guy who 
I'm not going to give up on, and that's carrying cross. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that happen just because it would be out of nowhere and they'd be like, what the, no one was planning this. You know, I, I mean, it would be kind of cool. I would love to see someone eat like carrying cross or anybody of the nature that is not in the title picture. Get it because it would just boost and elevate their status to something else, but it would just be cool because it's like, holy shit, where did this person come from? And they won the rumble. I would love just somebody, you know, sorry, I'm doing my, that's like when Seamus won the rumble. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Perfect. You know what I'd love to see. And and I think this would be realistic in our year. Gunther. I I was about, if no one mentioned Gunther, I was going to say Gunther at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, My name is Walter. I'm going to call him Walter. I'm sorry. Yes. Gunther's two years out. Um, I think, uh, I, I, Another dark horse would be Drew. Like you could see them trying to redo Drew's story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he, if he wasn't winning at Clash of the Castle, mm-hmm. staying away, uh, yeah. staying away for a while. Yeah, I guess. I I just really wish Drew got a play in a crowd as opposed to in the Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. I really think he, he got he got that. Clash of the Castle though. Like he did. That's true. That, that that was his mania. That was that really was that was his mania moment. The big the big thing is is this this rumble shaping up to be probably one of the more um, we think we know, but we might not know. Oh yeah, we could be completely off about this. Like, like there's a lot of balls being juggled right now by creative that's keeping us like confused. It's not like um, it's not like a few years ago where we knew. Mm. And and who knows the the fact with how good this bloodline story is. It could have changed the entire creative plans. Like, yeah. for all we know, Sammy kicks Owens in the face, and Roman wins, and then Roman destroys Sammy, and Sammy limps out at number thirty and wins. Mm-hmm. It could happen very easily. Could you imagine if they Daniel Bryan the shit out of Sammy? He's already there, man. Yeah. Like he's like, already yeah. there. Instead of just putting up two fingers, everyone's putting up one. Mm-hmm. Like they're already there. Mm-hmm. You know, Jimmy and Jay are going to be in the ring. There needs to be an like Sammy needs to inadvertently eliminate one of them, or inadvertently eliminate Solo. I think having Solo run the cane spot would be a great way to get, and then Sammy accidentally eliminate him would be a great way to do that. Whether you want, whether Sammy wins or not. That disharmony, if 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 uh, Roman keeps the title against uh, Kevin, and then Solo's running absolute gung-ho, eliminating left, right, center, but just an accidental inverted haluva kick takes out mm-hmm. uh, Solo. Yep. Now we have a ball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got a problem. Jeez. Get your tuxes and your ball gowns going. We got a Let's party. Let's do it. Yes, and, and, and payment has an exhibit B. What if Sammy's number one? And Ooh. his and his. So what if Sammy's final test has nothing to do with Owens at all? Because Roman's like, I don't need your help with Kevin Owens. I'm the tribal chief. Your task is to go in at number one and win, so that I don't have to fight it. Well, he has to the finger poke a dome. They'll bring it back. Yes, well, one no. night only. Yeah, but I mean, 
Do you have Roman, Cody? Roman forcing Sammy to run the gauntlet only to win a title shot that he can never cash in would be the biggest mind fuck. The biggest. Oh my. <gasps> That's what they're going to do. What if at Elimination Chamber, it's the contract signing for Sammy versus Braun Breaker, and he can't do it? And he and he kicks Roman in the face and says, "I'm facing you at WrestleMania." There'd have to be a couple more touch points that they get to to really oh, yeah. drive Sammy yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah that's doable. Uh, I, I now here's the thing. This is the forget the Cody Rhodes win the Rumble. Cody's coming out one or two, probably two, right? Like that's, uh, that's an even what, money bet. What number did Dusty come out? Mm. I can see him coming out the exact same. Well, no, because they're going to want to do the full entrance, so it has to be one yeah. or two. Oh yeah, okay, that's a good point. Oh God, what if Sammy and Cody are one and two, and the last two men in the ring? Oh, take my money! Like, like, like they they pull the they pull the um, Michael's bulldog, and they're just in there at the beginning, in there at the end. Mm. Wow, that'd be that'd be wonderful. Well, at number thirty, when when they're both all beat up and gassed, the Rock. It's that wonderful time of the year, the Royal Rumble. I love this. <laughs> I love it. Just this chat got me excited for it, and I haven't been the, until now. So. I love it. Um, Mike, you said you had a surprise for us. I do. I do. Sword, uh, there's another season that's on the horizon. Yes, it is pointing season. Yes. No. Nope. What? Nope. Not pointing season. It's Mayhem Mania season, Sorg. Yeah, baby. Mayhem Mania season. And all right. So uh, you guys know I like to do my research. I like to do my stats. Mm -hmm. Um, So I know uh, Mayhem Mania is a comparative thought experiment. We try to book better than every wrestling booker in the world. We, we, try, we try to beat Vince McMahon. We try to beat Tony Khan. We try to beat everyone. Now we're just trying to beat Triple H. But. Yeah, well, um, now, now we're trying to beat Triple H, too. Yeah, he was in NXT. We were trying to beat him before, too. But I wanted... I, I was curious about this. I wanted to know how good of a bookers we were collectively as a unit. Because, you know, we... We have our fun. We booked Miss Piggy. We booked Zombie Rick Rude. Both of these are things that actually happened in Mayhem Mania. You know, we have we have a we have a good time. I wanted to know how many matches that we've actually booked in Mayhem Mania have happened in real life. So I wanted to know who from the great litany of Mayhem Mania is the hashtag best book machine. All right, Sorg? Okay. Did you follow me on this? Okay. Okay. So I went through every Mayhem Mania from 2015 to last year. And boy, howdy, have we booked a lot of matches that happened after the fact. Mm -hmm. We've had 23 different people book a match that happened after they booked it in Mayhem Mania. I'm, I'm amazed that we've had 23 people involved in Mayhem Mania. Oh, we've had a lot more. I, I know. <laughs> we've had a lot more. The 23 people are like... Um, the, the only person I didn't know when I listened to the episode, who was T. Croce? 
Do you no, know who that is? I am. I don't know. We'll, we'll check. Right. We'll check the notes. Whatever. I, I may have gotten the name wrong. Okay. Um. But anyway. Um. But of those twenty-three people, we have booked forty-eight matches that have happened after they've been booked in Mayhem. Wow. Forty-eight. And all right. So I counted up. I gave myself a bonus point one year. I'm not counting it in the overall total because Garza booked the match of Big E versus Woods versus Kofi Kingston. And I attached the stipulation that it was a Smash Brothers brawl match. Guess what happened on Up, Up, Down, Down a year (laughs) after that? So I gave myself a bonus point. It's not counting in the overall stand, but I gave myself a bonus point for that because... That was just crazy to me. Otherwise, I, I don't I don't look at uh, WWE house shows because those don't really count. But I did look at every indie promotion afterwards. So like if it's been booked on an indie after it was booked in Mayhem Mania, it counted. Sorg, do you want to know how many matches you booked? Uh, how many? It happened in re- four matches. Sorg. Four. Four. You tied with the Riz okay. for the. Uh, for the uh, fourth most person that booked real matches on Mayhem Man. Uh, third was, uh, let's see. Oh, I'm sorry, you, you type for, uh, you, you and Riz type for third most. Second most was Bobby FJ. Hmm. Bobby booked six matches, three alone in 2017 that happened after the fact. Jeez. Yeah. And um, I I only booked one more match more than um, Bobby that happened in real life, and I booked seven. Jeez. Yeah. So technically, I am the best book machine, but like, I think we have to give ourselves all credit Absolutely. because, like, I'm just gonna run through the list of people who have booked a match that have happened in real life. Uh, Lunchbox had two. Justin Labar had one. Riz had four. John Fisher had one. Garza had three. I had seven. Eamon had three. Bobby had six. Sorg had four. Missy had one. Corey had one. Larry had two. That's Corey Futuristic. Corey Futuristic. Yes. Tina had, Tina had two. Officer Dan had one. Brandon had one. That T. Brandon, guy had one. Brandon. Brandon, who? Brandon, he's always on me. Okay, I just want to make sure it's not yeah. Brandon K. No, uh, no, uh, T. Crossy had one. Pit Fight Sam had one. Ronnie has had one. Cars has had one. Honey Badgers have one. Billy Johnson's had one. Jordy had one. And Bo Diggity has had one. There have been a lot of people that have booked matches that yes. actually happened yes. in real life. Yes. And these are not just like matches that made it to like like the end of Mayhem Mania. They were booked. No, no, no. These these are mm-hmm. I uh, Sorg. I'll send you the spreadsheet. I went week by damn week. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sorg, do you want to know who had the first graduated match in Mayhem Mania? Hmm. You did. <laughs> really? Miz versus Miz Dow. <laughs> first ever graduated match. And yes, oh. it did happen in real life after you booked it. I want Miz Dow in the Royal Rumble. Uh, Sorg, do you know who made the first match ever in Mayhem Mania? Hmm. You did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rusev versus The Undertaker, which... <laughs> Which also Which happened, happened in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yes, it sure did, Sorg. Um, 
and, and apparently uh, we had to create the Alex Cars rule because in 2005 it happened a lot. 2005 or 15? 2015. Yeah, yeah. It happened a lot. I was going to say, we started in 2006. Happened a whole lot. Um, uh, I booked the first women's match in Mayhem Mania. Um, Eamon, for all his his, uh, loving loving, um, sentiments, had the first move out of pure spite. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And um, uh, uh, Alex Carr rule was if somebody immediately destroys your match you just made in that round, you get an automatic pick the next week. Yes. And like first Um, pick or something like that. Yes. The, the first time the Alex Cars role went into effect was in 2016 mm-hmm. when the Riz booked Dean Ambrose versus Luke Harper in a suit. And that exactly happened because we got Moxley versus Mr. Brody Lee at Double or Nothing. <laughs> so I did give Riz a bonus point. For nice, that. nice, nice. All right, we, um, need, we need to compile this into an article or something. Oh, I, I have a whole spreadsheet. I will send it to you. Fantastic. We'll um, see what we can yeah. do. Oh, by the way, the first time an independent worker got booked on the show was Britt Baker. She was the first one uh, that wasn't WWE. It was the first time we went out of the comfort realm of anyone. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, a match between Lay Cool, Bailey and Sasha, Beth Phoenix and Mickey James, and Emma and Britt Baker. Ah. And Larry booked that one. Just trying to see what other, what other notes I had. Um, Bobby booked a match between the Iconics and Ember and Kyrie that happened 22 days later on a house show. <laughs> so I, th- I just thought that was really kind of funny. Um, let's see. I don't think I have any other big notes of, of Mayhem Mania lore. But, oh, the first cinematic match, of course, was Bray Wyatt and Alexa versus Zaya and Boa. You know. Oh, and Bobby... Bobby booked a match that happened on the same day that he booked. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll take a look at those. We'll see about visualizing for you guys on the website here in the next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, Mayhem- yeah, I figured that was a, that was a good primer yeah. to get everyone ready. So, in other words. Mayhem Mania starts next week. Chris LaRusso is scheduled to join us for the first Excellent. week. Uh, being Booker Extraordinaire down there at Rise Wrestling. I think it's appropriate for him to be on to uh, to help out uh, uh, with some some first round picks here. Uh, Dutters is the host. We will have a space jail. We will have a trapper keeper of doom. And if you are on Patreon, you will get a message later this week about how you can participate and contribute uh, to the first mayhem mania. Should I say it? Match Ooh. for this year very deep in the show so or do i need do i need to start my patreon now <laughs> maybe maybe I wasn't, go- I, I wasn't going to i was gonna wait until the there'll be some gems here and there just wanna you know the patreons need to get a little something and uh we're going to give them some opportunities here throughout the year before the star-strutted uh superpowers that are patreon in the bank <sighs> by the way Sword, keeping track of every Patreon in the bank match that's made mm-hmm. during each of those shows. Mm-hmm. Oh my word! I need to have I need to have a meeting with Dutters to make sure she is mentally prepared for this. <laughs> Just um, <laughs> I'll I'll send her my spreadsheet. She can look at there the last you go. Week. There you go. You can that's... look at the last week of every year that that'll we've be had the crash media. course. That'll be the crash course. Oh so. my god! Do you know how many matches we made in Patreon in the bank last year? Hmm. 
because we did the double mania day. Yeah, we did nine. We made nine matches. We're redoing this. We're going to Wrestle Kingdom this and draw it back down to one day. By the way, uh, the experiment is over. <laughs> <laughs> or what about we? All, we also went twelve weeks last year. Yeah, yeah, that was exhausting. It was, it was a lot. Exhausting. No one. No one. No wonder nobody responded to my. We usually we usually went ten. This is why nobody responded to my, hey, are you hosting this year text? So, um, <laughs> on that point, guys, what did you learn from wrestling this week? I learned Ooh. fucking Vikingo. Ah. Uh, the okay. embargo of streaming Vikingo outside of AAA lifted this weekend. And Warrior Wrestling, uh, that might have been behind the directing chair on, uh, uh, was one of the first to stream Vikingo's match uh, against Ray Horace. Mike, you're familiar with that person. Dragon Elzaka? Dragon Azteca? Oh, right, 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 right. I forgot about it. And Flamita. I do not know if he was a Lucha Underground person, but he is pretty, pretty great. And very evil. Very evil. Um... The, the the are you seeing eclipse and 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 talking about the uh, uh he he just uh, insults gravity um it was literally like listen keep on your toes videographers i don't understand how he moves <laughs> right he was jumping over fans he just he just like walks the ropes he did this multiple times right he's he's insane um and he's the new warrior wrestling lucha champion by the way uh, so he's the AAA Mega Champion. He's the Warrior Lucha Champion, and uh, that's going to be interesting. Uh, also, Mike, I got to witness a uh, 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 almost full House of Black entrance of Buddy Murphy on Saturday night. Oh, excellent! That was great. Um, and uh, and and uh, and one of my favorite um, odd couples on commentary is the second time this happened is Joe Dabrowski and Frank the Clown. Um, also, Max the Impaler joined Frank's uh, faction. Uh, after she, uh, they um, uh, took his uh, candy necklace. So that was fun. Wow. Those are those are the highlights, I think, of of the show uh, off the top of my head. It was it's fantastic. It's over on Pro Wrestling TV on replay. Uh, but damn it, that Vikingo. There's gonna be footage uh, uh, popping up on their social media. Uh, so Wheels learned that Scotty Too Hotty steals cameras and babies. He did steal a baby. He did steal a baby. Yes, yes, on Saturday. That's night. legit. What's that? That is legit. Then the baby started crying. So. Yeah, the baby did start crying. The baby did okay because mm-hmm. he made himself on one side, started coming up the, the, the back of the ring where we saw because we're hard camp. And then as soon as the baby started crying, he took it back. He's out. He's out. He's out. It was no sight to see. I think they stretched the baby as far as they possibly could. Why were they stretching babies? That's how they do it in West Newton. RWA, man. It's a different place. (laughs) Different place entirely. Oh, boy. Eight-year-olds are getting what's coming to them. Babies are getting stretched out. That's how you get them started. That's how how Super Hentai got trained. uh, That's going to be the first scene in Zac Efron's Von Erich movie. Yeah, 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 probably. Oh, Oh, man. Babies getting stretched. Whatever happened with Leif Shriver's Chris Benoit movie? That I kept hearing rumors. Uh, nope. 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 Okay. Nope. Uh, not Doc. It's not happening. Doc, what'd you Sorry. learn? 
Doc, what'd you learn from wrestling Not last night? <laughs> this guy just killed all of your compression there, apparently. Doc, what would what, yeah, you I learn? Guess. What'd you learn from wrestling this week? And what'd you learn from 14 years of RWA? 14 years of RWA, I learned patience is virtue. <laughs> especially when dealing, uh, <laughs> especially when dealing with that crew. That, that's a, that's every uh, that's, also that's every long-standing wrestling promotion though. Like if you've been there more yeah. than a couple years, you you have have likely tolerated a lot, and that's everybody, even the ones I like. Like just you know, that's just the wrestling business. And what I mean by patience is virtue is like you know I was really down myself when I first started. I was mm-hmm. nervous, you know, I was scared, and you know just you know getting thrown into that like right away. Second second ever. Uh, event i was there you know and mm-hmm. you know they were like do it you know this is what you've always wanted to do and uh yeah like i said i just i'm very you know proud of 14 years because i mean if you think about it, that's also my anniversary you know 14 mm-hmm. years of commenting professional wrestling um so it was kind of cool to start there and now branch out you know mm-hmm. myself tony mm-hmm. kincaid both of us you know branching out to you know, different uh, promotions doing great things, not only, you know, at RWA, but also, you know, at Revenge and Erie, um, 2PW, of course, this Friday night. So definitely people show up for that one. And um, like I said, uh, me, myself, going to uh, Eclipse, which is a promotion out in Altoona, Pennsylvania, you know, special uh, happy birthday goes out to Freak. You know, I know he's Ooh. not that big of a fan of mine, but you know, to being one of the most dangerous managers I've seen in a long, long time, you know, the man does scare me, and he has quite the entourage to PW. So, you know, happy birthday to him. Uh, what I learned about wrestling this week is just a simple fact is if you write something and you give it multiple stories within one, you can go so many ways with it. You know, there's so many audibles that you mm-hmm. can call. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see where the Royal Rumble takes us. I'm excited to see, do we see the head of the table taking on the rock? Do we, do we see the head of the table taking Cody Rose or do we see him putting overtime in and working both nights, one night, Cody, one night, the, the rock. And that's how you split up the belts. Well, at least one of them, because I'll be damned if the rock if the rock gets another win in WWE, but that's just my opinion. Yo, from the chat room, Alex Miller out in Cali learned that Nick Gage loves gummy bears. Gummy bears are fire. Okay, Who yeah, doesn't? I mean, gummy bears are great. Have yeah. you ever had a chocolate covered yeah. gummy bears? Mm. You ever had delicious? I, I don't get delicious. I don't get down with those. I don't get down with those. They are the only thing that got me to and from Erie one one show. Mm. Doc was in the car. Oh, yes, yes, I was. Yes, I was. Those car trips are amazing, especially when you involve the Rev and a small child. Oh, whoa. <laughs> he learned a lot of things that night. I'm so, still I'm still punishing him. Mm. So mm. What, I, what I learned in wrestling uh, this week was uh, I finally caught up Young Rock. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and I was Come like... It's a good show. I was yeah. I was really but I was like I'm watching, I'm like, I, I remember this era, but I don't remember no Chad Frost. Okay, okay. And I started putting it together, and that's what I learned in wrestling this week. Okay. Now, I'm a couple on. episodes behind, so I only saw I saw the debut episode of Chad Frost. Oh no, that's it. That's all that's Oh, that's it? it? Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, that was so, the I hate to ask, so, guys. I hate to ask, who the hell is Chad Frost supposed to represent? That's the I'm debate. Trying. I have an idea, but I'm not going to... I have an idea. I have a theory yeah. on who it is. I also I heard Shawn Michaels. I heard Ahmed Johnson. I've thought Ahmed Johnson. Mm-hmm. It's not Ahmed Johnson. It's not Ahmed Johnson. I don't think so. Uh, I think I it's thought Sean. it was the uh, the Godfather. No, it's Sean. It's a hundred percent Sean. See, okay, he got see, hurt. I thought he's right. He got it, hurt. But I thought it was I thought it was Ahmed because Ahmed was supposed to be in the nation. But they made the comment that he was one of the best two top wrestlers, and he got hurt. And uh, Ahmed was. was at the time. Yes, he, he was. was. He was the second babyface. He was the second baby face. I'm sorry, he was. I know we don't like, but if you remember the pops he got, Ahmed Especially going was, against uh, the nation. Yep, Ahmed Party. was the second biggest baby face. Hmm. He His was. Demos were horrible. Fabuk. He couldn't say Farouk. He was like, Fabuk. I was like, yeah, I was, and it was like, wow, he cannot speak. Yeah, he was I really bad from us. Really bad from us. Yeah, because like at least Sean wasn't around. Yeah, for a lot of that yeah. time. That's why I didn't think it was Sean. That's why I, I jumped almost immediately to Ahmed. That's why I didn't say anything either. But because if you think about, it, if you look at future episodes, there is a, someone playing Shawn Michaels in it. Yeah. So that's why I kind of like threw off the Shawn Michaels thing. This Shawn Michaels theory. So but I, I I I was. Then I guess I didn't learn anything from wrestling this week. <laughs> Well, you learned really Young Rock's a good show. This is this was a useless week for me. I did nothing of value. The 14 year anniversary show was nothing of value. It wasn't <laughs> my 14 year anniversary. <laughs> All I know is RWA got really good in November 2018, and I haven't looked back since. <laughs> That's wow. the anniversary we should be celebrating. Oh, okay. I saw some of your old stuff. Woohoo! You really needed me to bring <laughs> oh, you in. It's there, all bud. on YouTube. <laughs> well, almost all of it. Do I you guess. really want to go there? I think everything well, but the no. first year maybe up is up there. By the like, way, Sorg, don't listen to uh, the first Mayhem Mania. We we had some growing pains. Oh yeah. We had some growing pains. Okay. Doc, I'm yeah. not saying it was I'm not saying it was horribly bad. I'm just saying your stuff pre Kincaid is all on the YouTube page, and I'm behind the paywall. So, wait, like, wait, wait, wait. What was wrong with Mayhem Mania? No, no, it was just you know, offhanded comments here and there and everywhere by kind of all of us. Just generally, is this? Yeah, like, just as gen- in like this is why we have a, a, this is why we have a clock now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was just. It was just weird. Okay. <laughs> Just weird. I sent you the the whole spreadsheet, by the way. So oh boy, here we take go. a look at your leisure. Here we go. I think we got everybody, guys. Oh no, I I, did, I didn't. Oh hey, Mike, what'd you learn? Um, I learned. Oh boy, I learned that uh, Kurt Angle just always wanted to be in a faction. First, he tried <laughs> being in the Shield. He tried being in DX. Yep. Um, I'm. I want to see Kurt Angle try to be in the Bloodline. <laughs> that's what yes. i'd like to see i don't i don't think it i mean he already points up the one he tried invading he, he, he tried invading my brunch with dutters one day <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah and, and um and i also learned that you know 
Mayhem Mania is a really fun thought experiment because we go places mm-hmm. in that stretches places places that I forgot we went to, mm-hmm. and oh boy, like the 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 bad blood that that happens in Mayhem Mania, like thankfully it dissipates. Thankfully, we only you, you do know, one. There's a couple people that don't respond to my messages when I ask if they want to come on on the anniversary shows and stuff like that. And I, and, I, and now I, I, I'm one to wonder, is it because of Mayhem Mania they don't come back? <laughs> well, no. I mean... We, does, does, does something get burnt that somebody's still holding on to out there? I mean, it's possible. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we should have the Lebanon Don back for a while because, well, that, that was just a really odd episode of Mayhem Mania. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of money being thrown around. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't have to worry about hosting for a few months. Uh, anyways, <laughs> thank you so much. Chris LaRusso will be with us next week of Rise Wrestling. Thank you, Tony Kincaid, for joining us once again. That is my name. Part owner, Mr. Rats in Trenchcoat, Tony Kincaid. Yes, the boss. Yes, 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 yes. And also, you'll be getting that message later this week. Awesome. Um and also Michael Doc Dockerty. Hey, thanks again for having me. I really appreciate it. Like I said, this Friday night, two PW. That's right. WW uh two. So definitely show up for it. It's gonna be a great show. Absolutely. And remember, Doc is the MVP of our WA. MVP? I w- I wouldn't go there. No, no. Uh, not not MVP. Production MVP. Production MVP. Okay, because you, you have to do some edits. What? <laughs> the fix my shit. You're not the one I've had to edit. And have a talk. I, I wonder who I, that would be. You're the I one. You're not. It. You're not the one I've had. No, 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 no. It's not even Tony that I've had a content edit conversation with. Remember, oh, I was mad at church. Uh, I was mad at church about some oh, of yeah. his comments, and then he told me why it was okay. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, why it was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Tony Woo. knows about that. Anyways. I do know about this one. Wrestling so, yeah. Mayhem Show. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Mayhem Nation. Uh, again, hey, please uh, go check out part two of our uh, our uh, conversation, uh, uh, Jim uh, Jim's conversation with our buddy Eamon and Merlin. Buddies, Eamon and Merlin. <laughs> um, you know, catch up with uh, what was Eamon up to since he disappeared from the Wrestling Mayhem Show uh, over on FishingWithoutBait.com. Uh, as we talk with the um, the the host of the new show on the Sorgatron Media Network, a gay and his envy, and uh, I know we do have some reality show fans on this show. I uh, I think you should check it out. Uh, go check out uh, that over there, SorgatronMedia.com. You can check out all the episodes in the super feed, or look it up on your favorite podcast provider as well. So uh, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you guys next time. Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.